Welcome to Watershed Weekly. Hello, I'm Art. And I'm Willa. And this week on Watershed Weekly, we're talking about how a river constantly flows and never runs out of water. The quick answer is the water cycle. (laughs) Well then, Willow, give us a little insight on what the water cycle is. The water cycle is a series of phases that water goes through in order to get to different places. Let's break this down a little. What are all these different phases? The first phase is one we all know well, and that would be rain, or more scientifically called precipitation. In the second phase, the rainwater collects into streams that flow into a lake, making the lake have a higher level than normal. In the third phase, the lake feeds into a river, which finds its way into the ocean. Then, when a sunny day comes around, it goes into the fourth phase, evaporation. This is when water from lakes and oceans evaporate into the atmosphere. Once enough of that water collects, it goes into the next and final phase, called condensation, where all the water collects until it eventually has enough water to make it rain, and the cycle repeats itself. How does it overflow when there is no rain for months at a time? Seems mighty confusing. When it rains, the ground absorbs the water and like a sponge it slowly seeps out of the cracks, giving some fuel to the rivers. These sponge-like places are called aquifers. But of course, people can't have always known this. No, actually. During the Middle Ages, it was believed by many that ocean water traveled underground and fed the headwaters of the world's rivers. Wow. (laughs) All this water talk's got me thirsty. Let's have a sip, shall we? Mmm, that's good, huh? Yeah. Now, let's talk about what is at the headwaters of almost every major river here in Haines. Glaciers. But what effect do glaciers have on the water cycle? Well, these big hunks of ice coating the tips of mountains and creeping down the large valleys are just huge water storages left over from the Ice Age. They carve away at the rock and grind boulders into powder. And then in summertime, all the snow that has collected on them melts off, and when summer is in full swing, the glacier begins to melt off, and all that frozen ice melts and begins to flow down the valley, creating a dark, silty water. That is a big source of most of our major rivers here in Haines.
Well, that was a nice talk. I hope we all know how the water cycle affects rivers and lakes now. Watershed Weekly is a production of Tokshinook Watershed Council. Support comes from the Reuben E. Crossett Endowment Fund for Children's Health in Southeast Alaska and radio station KHNS.